told you you're not good enough When he told you you're not right When he told you you're not strong enough To put up a good fight When he told you you're not worthy When he told you you're not loved When he told you you're not beautiful You'll never be enough trying to do anything sometimes it may have to do with the play called sometimes it might be an rpo you know so you really don't have time to, to hold on to the ball um because obviously the the, the line is blocking a run and, and you have to kind of get the ball out quick um sometimes we we do what, what coach randy says is get the ball in, in the hands of our playmakers quick throw short run long that's kind of what i've been doing the last uh five weeks i'm trying to get us in the best play i can um and you know, try not to turn the ball over and just do things to help the team win the game. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. Good morning, everybody. Hey, huh? buddy. How you doing? I'm doing just fine. You know, Mike Merriweather used to game day. What did he say? Right. Don't get scared now. Don't be don't, a, No, no, no. We got to do a, it right. Don't be as scared now. He, 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 that Mike Merriweather raspiness. Don't be scared now. Don't be as scared. That's right. Well, I didn't pronounce Don't be as scared now. Not as scared. As scared. You got to say that with yeah, that, like, as yeah, scared. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah, you can't yeah, say it just yeah, a scared. Yeah. It's not that. But indeed, you can't be scared hey, now. Hey. You're going into Tennessee, baby. Right, right, right. Hey, we didn't do weigh-in Wednesday yesterday. Oh, how about that? Well, too bad. <laughs> we missed it. We missed it. I I don't know. I think uh, I think the scale left. <laughs> if you don't, hey, if you don't call it, it didn't happen. So I'm sorry. We'll see you All next right. week. <laughs> Where did you wait today? No, 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 no. Of course not. All right. All right. <laughs> see, you got you got to be fast, Chalooch. Yeah, you got to be fast, brother. Okay. So the fact is. Going back to going into Tennessee, don't get scared now. Don't be as you scared got, now. Yeah, you got two undefeated teams yeah. going at it. The thing about this and what I love about what Ben was talking about right. was Randy said, throw short, run long. What right. do you think about that? Yeah, that's right. You know, because um, you got a lot of playmakers. You got Juju uh, who could break one. Right. James Washington who could break one. Right. Chase Claypool that could break one. Uh, and uh, uh, Deontay uh, Johnson who could break one. Yeah. So what's it mean to throw short and run long? What's that mean? That they, You break tackles. Right. You right. get that ball out of your hand. It's like a long, maybe right. a short handoff. I don't know what yeah, they call it yeah. anymore. But you get it into your playmakers and let them razzle-dazzle. Right, 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 right. Use those God-given skills. Think about this. This is incredible. Remember how we used to talk about the third time Bradshaw pumped the ball. Right. You know, it, it, it was too long. 
Now, you're talking about four and a half, five seconds back then in the day. Yeah. He's gotten loading the ball in an average time of 2.33 seconds. Wow. Can you believe that? Amongst all 38 qualifying quarterbacks in the NFL, a certain number of throws, his snap to throw is 2.33 seconds. That's quick. That's unbelievably yeah. quick. I mean, you think about it. In comparison... If you take a look at uh, Baker Mayfield's time, Baker Mayfield is 3.20. Right. All right. You take the quarterback median time, it's 2.72. Right. And I I look at that and I just go, wow, the second fastest time is how about Nick Foles, 2.49. Right. So Ben is even below that and has gone uh, in the Phillies game. He was in the second second half, he was throwing like 2.05. Right. I mean, that's unbelievable. Yeah, he's he's throwing her quick. He's he's seeing he, things quick. He's getting rid of the ball quick. How about the RPOs, the run pass options? Yeah, offensive lines coming off the ball, right? Well, you know, you got to throw it quick for that because uh, uh, you get uh, uh, the offensive lineman down the field, right? Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine be down the field? You hate when that happens. But remember, there was like two or three RPOs that that got batted down. Right. Excuse me, had a little burp, burperation there, right? You know, but the RPOs they can be difficult too because you got to read it instantly, you know, to find those those slight windows that you have. Yeah, I don't know how they do that. You know, I think one of the things I think that really helps when you go down on the south side, you will see that they have this virtual reality camera behind the huddle. Right? How about that? And then if you've put on the goggles and seen it, right? Right. Because they'll film. No, it. I haven't seen it. Okay, they'll film it from behind the quarterback. It's crazy, and you'll see everything unfolding in front of you, like in all twenty-two, but like you're in the in the play itself. And did you, you see? Did you watch it? I did watch it for one time when I was down there. Corey put me on it just yeah. to see what it will look like. You know? Yeah. Last year? Yeah. Last? Oh yeah. No, this year hasn't been. I haven't been anywhere near the. Yeah. You know, I can't get near uh, the the office at all. You and I were on the balcony up there. I did bring my binoculars. Oh, today. you brought your binoculars. I got the binoculars that you gave to me, so yeah. I got binoculars, and I'm going to be up there, and we're going to be looking at it together. But the fact of the matter is, from the from that virtual reality, they put on these goggles, and my kids have like a a virtual reality thing they have at home, and it's crazy. It's like you're right in the middle of it. Right. Have you ever seen that? No. You haven't tried that? No, I haven't tried. Oh, Gad Zooks, man! You got Jacob. Do you know what I'm talking? Well, he's on the phone. All right. So the fact is, when you look through these goggles, it's like you're in the middle of a what could be a cartoon for crying yeah. out loud. You know, there's a roller coaster. I was on this roller coaster. I almost fell over. My, wow. My, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hannah. Hannah was telling me, Dad, you better sit down. I'm like, oh, I got this. And like the, this roller coaster's going. I'm like falling all over the place. It was very crazy. Yeah. But think about using that application to be able to watch through virtual reality, like a quarterback's point of view, and running RPOs or you know reading defenses and stuff. Right. It's got to help the whole thing. I mean, yeah. I, I, you know, the the um, uh, the virtual uh, f- space that uh, you look at. Right. It's got to be good. There's no question because now you're working on being able to see it from the quarterback's perception, right? His viewpoint, his, you know, that perspective. The thing that I would say is remember back in the day when they used to wheel that thing out for Bradshaw and it was that, that cage and it had like, uh, you know, it was like trying to emulate where the offensive line would be and then it had a. Uh, 
things sticking up like rods, right? You know, plastic rods like defensive linemen that got their hand in the air and you yeah. had to throw. And when he throw past Skelly, all right, that's. The, I mean, this is really this is taking it to that high level of virtual reality. Doing that, you know, because you actually have past Skelly players running the patterns, the coverages, and everything else. But it's all real time, and and it makes you feel like you're right in the middle. Well, of it. you know, when you were looking at it, what what was it like? Well, it's I can only say and try to to, to if you're right in the middle of something. Right. You know, you can see, you turn your head one way and you see the wide receiver to the right. You turn the head the other, you see the wide receiver split to the left. You see the tight end. You look down the field, you see where the safeties are set up. You see where, you know, the coverage is. And, and it's crazy because when the ball is snapped, anywhere you look, it's, it's, it's like you're really in the middle of it. Wow. You know, and it's like a 360 degree or 180. I don't know what it is. I flunked geometry, you know. Right, 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 right. But you, you are virtually in this world of what there's nothing around you virtual yeah it's a virtual world it's a virtual world there's no question about it but it's that's what's kind of fun about it and the other thing about it is it is absolutely a direct real time because as as things happen on on screen it's real time is just like in in, you know in a game or i mean in practice right right so all that is real time stuff that they're they're undergoing i it's it's quite marvelous. So really. w- when you were doing it, yes, could you throw it to the open receiver? No, I didn't go that far. All, all I did was, you know, but they have a thing, a clicker, and they can do stuff like that. Right. It's I, I don't even know what, you know, it, it's just like way beyond me. You know, I, I the closest I could ever come to anything like that was the one time I flew a was a DC nine. It was the flight simulator out at the oh, old yeah, yeah, airport, that, like yeah. twenty years ago, that thirty was years great. ago. That was fun. It was crazy. Yeah. And uh, although I, I didn't do so well in landing, I yeah, I yeah, yeah. Well, you I'm crashed. Off too. You yeah, crashed. I, yeah, I flamed out like three hundred yards short of the yeah, east yeah, runway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a good thing that it was just. When, but it was like being in the cockpit when, of the DC when nine. We, when we went to Cherry Point, I remember you told me about I this. Flew I didn't go the there. Harrier jet. Yes, yeah. and yet you, the idiot, you you went for a barrel roll like right after right. takeoff, and then you, you crashed. Right, right, right. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, I, didn't I thought crash. you did. No, I didn't crash. <laughs> I, I I took off uh, in that DC nine simulator, and I knocked the tail section off. <laughs> When uh, when we were at a retreat, um, uh, a guy that was a pilot uh, uh, took us to the flight simulator, uh, and uh, we flew the DC-9s. Did you? Yeah. That's very cool. Right. I enjoyed it. It was like a real cockpit of a real plane, and you're like 15 feet up in the air, and there's all these hydraulics everywhere. Yeah. You feel the bump and everything else of like if you have turbulence. Yeah. I remember an, an landing as I was preparing to land. I'm off the glide path, and there's all these things, you know, and they, they got the instructor behind you and everything. Yeah. And the, this bor- warning sound goes out, eh, eh, which warning, warning, you're off, you know, so many degrees off the glide path. I go, yeah. I know I'm off. What do I do? I'm like all tense and everything, even though all it is is just a flight simulator. It feels so real. It feels like you're coming in and you are about to bone yourself and everybody else. Right. Oh, so it was, it was bad. But certainly here's the thing about it. 
I, um, I flew under a bridge. And oh, I no crashed. way, you didn't. I, fl- I flew under a bridge and I <laughs> Did crashed. Did you try barrel rolling while you were going underneath no, the no, bridge? No, 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 no. I just wanted to go under a bridge. Well, getting back to Ben, um, here's the thing about it. Uh, if you remember some time ago, uh, Tom, uh, the Patriots and Brady, and Ben beat him at Heinz Field. Yeah. And remember, he did a great job of short passes and everything like this. Yeah. And um, he outbraided Brady in the way Brady was right. was dealing. And I remember a couple weeks later after the game, I was talking. Todd Haley was there. This was during Todd Haley's time, I think, if I recall. Maybe yeah, it was, it, was, it was during okay. Todd Haley's time. And I remember talking to Todd. I said, you know, do you think – because they were trying to transition Ben from being the gunslinger, hanging on to the ball, extending plays, you know, Bruce Arians style. Right. Trying to, and I said, uh, do you think he's he's getting comfortable with that short thing and – you know, he, he is right now the epitome of what Todd Haley was trying to do. Right. Get the ball into the hands of your of playmakers. Your, of your playmakers. Throw short, run long, and that's exactly what's going on now. Right. And he is now in his 17th, 18th year, whatever it is. Uh, the fact is he has really epitomized everything that Todd Haley wanted him to do. Yeah. He's become that good. Uh, he, and, and he's uh, doing it. Absolutely. Uh, you know, but uh, Bruce Arians – Throw it long. Well, it was always about go downtown, go, go downtown, go downfield. And if you're wrong, blame it on me. You and, know, Tom Moore uh, and uh, um, uh, Bruce Arians, uh, his conflict with Tom Brady because Absolutely. Tom Brady wants to throw it short. No question about it. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be back with more from the locker room, Tunch and Wolf, right after this. Uh, David DeCastro is coming off of an injury. He's scheduled to work tomorrow. Deontay Johnson is coming off off of an injury. He's scheduled to work tomorrow. We'll let the quality of that work and how they respond to that work over the course of the week determine their availability, but we're optimistic about those two. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now here's Tunch and Wolf. Hit me with your best shot. That's uh, whenever Wolf does not know what song to play, he plays Hit Me With Your Best That's Shot. That's right. You got it, baby. Look, it's like this. Remember when yeah. Mike Tomlin, back in Heath Miller's day, said, always go to Heath Miller. Always go to Heath Miller. It was on tape and everything like yeah, that. Yeah. In critical times, you go to Heath Miller. Well, you know what? In critical times, you go to Pat Benatar. That's what you do. Always go to Pat. Hit me with your best shot. So hit me with your best shot. The best shot we got right now, Deontay, looks like he's going to be up, Chalooch. What say you? Yeah, I'm 
happy that uh, Deontay is going to be eligible. Um, I'm happy that David DiCastro is going to be eligible, too, uh, that he's going to practice today. We're going to watch him uh, through the Binox. We got Binox because my buddy gave me Binox because I was standing there staring. And last week uh, when I was forlornly looking and couldn't quite see numbers, and he was looking, and then suddenly he goes, gee, I brought my binoculars. Why didn't you bring yours? I said, "My oh, the ones you gave me. (laughs) I don't have binoculars. I have them today, baby. I don't have binoculars. <laughs> exactly so. So, having having done said that, uh, Dave DeCastro was a limited participant yesterday at right. practice. Yeah, but Deontay was a full participant. Wow. Um, so I uh, I hope David can get back. Yeah. Um, here's here's the thing about it. You know that Daquan Jones um, and papers. Uh, I can't think of the other guy right now. But uh, those guys, Jack uh, Crawford, Crawford and Jones, those two guys, they're pretty mobile. They and move. Jerry Simmons. And Jerry Simmons is another. Um, but those those guys up front, you you know, I love the fact that Dave DeCastro can play. Yeah. I, mean, I, I still, you know, and God bless um, Kevin Dotson. Right. He is a terrific young man, and he yeah. has just done some very nice work so far right thus far right but again he is not dave DeCastro. and when you go into a big big oh you know two titanic teams for lack of a better terms and i hate to use the word titans in the titanic but the fact is you got a huge five and oh going up against each other it's going to be beautiful there was a sign at uh the nashville stadium yeah tighten was- up Tighten up. Oh, that's very good. Yeah. I like that. All yeah. right. So the point is we got – right now we got um, uh, Deontay Johnson was a full participant. Right. We've got David DeCastro was limited, and we'll see how he does today. Uh, Mike Hilton with his shoulder and Derek Watt was hammy. They sat out practice. Um, they kind of re-aggreviated things there. Um, I'm hoping especially for Mike Hilton. You yeah. really – you know <sighs> – the only problem is, can you imagine being Mike Hilton looking at Derrick Henry with a bad shoulder? Oh, man. You know, I'm sitting there going, you know, this might not come to think of it. It might not be a, a bad time to. You know, but, but Mike Hilton is, goes low. He goes low, but did you see those thighs on, yeah. on Derrick Henry? Yeah. He is like he is a blunt force trauma waiting to happen. Wow. You know? He's like a frying pan to the forehead. Right. Yeah, you got to gang tackle him. You're going to have to gang tackle him. The one thing that I absolutely am so excited about is seeing Cam Hayward and Stefan Tuitt when they're out there or playing the 3-4 with uh, Tyson in the middle. Um, watching them operate, I'll tell you, watching Cam on that fourth, uh, one of the fourth downs against the Browns. Right, he locked out on Betonio and drove, drove him, him back. back. I mean, it was like ridiculous. And that sort of thing. Cam is so good in those close quarters, getting the lockout, getting the ham hocks, the four wheel drive, getting penetration, and he doesn't do it while having his head buried in the man's chest. Right, he gets the lockout. Yeah, he must have a good bench press. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you know, one of the things uh, uh, that I would be saying if I was Mike uh, uh, Hilton, no, uh, Mike Tomlin. Oh yes, uh, I would say everybody get to Derrick Henry. <laughs> everybody yes. get to Derrick Henry. Bring two chin straps, maybe a uh, yeah. two mouth guards, 
and bring a lot of friends. Right, 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 right. All right, let's go to the phones. Uh, uh, 412-919-1316. Let's go to CR in Chicago. CR, welcome to the locker room. Hey, good morning, you two old folks. It's CR still in Chicago. How the heck is everybody doing this morning, guys? Beautifully so, my friend. Beautifully we're, so. We're older, older and foggier. <laughs> You don't sound as lively this morning. Uh, oh, you know what we forgot to do yesterday being Wednesday? Did too late. Too late. No, he already tried. I, I tried. You know what? It's Thursday. <laughs> so, you know what? We got to point and look ahead to next week. Way in Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 hey uh, that tells me something secretly. So, uh, <laughs> I, I, I guess I, <laughs> that's a, because otherwise it would be like, oh, look at me. I did this. I did that. Well. Okay, well, you know, CR, the dog stole the scale. Okay, I have a scale at home, and the dog stole it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I remember that. Uh huh. Yeah, you got that same dog, huh? Okay, (laughs) it's a big dog. (laughs) I I, want to give a shout out to our inside the locker room, uh, Baker's Dirty Dozen Plus. I really appreciate you guys, man, and uh, uh, just uh, you know, listen to what everybody call in. Uh, I think we got a tremendous crew. Uh, What I've done is I've uh, I went online, and I, like I said, I got access to all these different uh, organizations out there. And I sent out a message uh, to um, every person, a, a four-step a process. One, download the iHeart radio app on the phone. Two, download the SNR City Nation radio on the iHeart radio app. Three, download the Inside the Locker Room with Twitch and Wolf on the SNR radio app. And then call him at 412-919-1316. You're like part of the uh, show here, yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah, you're part of the show. <laughs> you know what? Hey, guys, I just, I, just, uh, I, I just appreciate the opportunity to be able to call in and communicate. Like you guys said, when you started this thing, you know, you had a vision, you had an idea, and, uh, you know, you guys have been very, very successful. Uh, you, you see all the love you have from the people calling in across the country and around the world. You got right. calling in from Guam, man. Right. And uh, so I just... Um, I'm one of the kind of guys, you know, been in the military 24 years and all that kind of stuff. I know what it means to be teammates and excited. Cool. Same thing I used to do when I was in school. I wasn't on the on a basketball team or anything like that, but my job was always to make sure that what after party was at and make sure everybody was there and all that kind of stuff. So I take what you do and I put uh, I try to add ideas to it and make it better because uh, hey man, it's all about still the nation. And this is a very unique year this year. And I think we got some potential. And all the adversity that we're going to is just making us stronger and stronger and stronger. And I look forward to these next three or four games because I think about the 05, uh, the 0, yeah, 05, no, 04 season when uh, Ben came in. And I was like, I remember him being drafted, I think. And I'm thinking, like, who is this, who is this rookie? What's the deal on him? And, um, like, he went those two games back-to-back, beating those two un- undefeated teams. I think it was Philadelphia one week and uh, – Yes, New uh, England the uh, next. Yeah, New England New and England Philadelphia. Yep. And they were on that. So, and the so, thing I remember most about Philly game was uh, watching Heinz Ward do the Dirty Bird. Right. Uh, something that Terrell uh, Owens yeah, yeah, used to yeah, – a touchdown yeah, yeah. dance. Yeah. And he, he was so terrible. How did that man ever win Dancing with the Stars? Uh, yeah, it was he, unbelievable. It was the worst – Touchdown dance. dance I'd ever seen, and he turned into this phenomenal dancer. Yeah, well, Hines uh, is a Hines is a. I tell you what, he's a part of still a lore. He will always be a part of still. Oh Lord. yeah, and you got a lot of defensive backs out there who who got that Hines that Hines hit. As a matter of fact, they they, they put a rule up behind too, just like they did for uh, uh, Mel Blunt. You know, 
because Hines was knocking them boys on their butt. Oh, yeah. No doubt about it. But so, uh, what do you think about the snap-to-throw stuff, the RPOs this morning? I think it's going to be important. I think it's going to be big. I think uh, time of possession is going to be huge when we go down to Nashville, yeah. keeping Derrick Henry off the field. Field. I like the way you talk, man. If I didn't know better, I was thinking I was hearing myself in my head. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm agreeing with you 100%. Uh, maintain control of the ball, run the ball, stop the ball, stop them from running the ball. If they don't have access to the ball, then, you know, they can't put all that information, I mean, all that uh, power they have on the field. Their primary game is, like you said, running the ball. But then again, you know, we're number one in the, uh, in the, in the category of, uh, of stopping that stuff. And I have something on here. I can't find my, my little list right now. But um, Don't worry about it. Here's the thing that's important. Right now, Ben is averaging about five yards a throw down right, the field. Right, right, right. The reception. And and I love that because way back when, Todd Haley was talking about it. Randy Feetner was talking about right. it. Now Randy Feetner is the offensive coordinator is talking about it. Throw short, run long. Five yards turns into 10 yards, turns into, who knows, a Juju Smith-Schuster going 97. Yeah, and that's like just, uh, that's like the West Coast Coast offense. Three-step drop, boom, fire it. Uh, Five-step drop, fire it, but there are no seven-step drop. Think about this. If you got 2.05, which is what he was averaging in the second half of that Philadelphia game, versus Baker Mayfield's 3.20, how much more are you exposing yourself to getting hit, getting intercepted, right. being what at paralysis by analysis? That's just awesome stuff. Way to go, Ben. Yeah, Ben uh, throws throwing it quick, and uh, you know when when you throw it quick, you could sustain the drive. Right, right. Good point. So because you get them off balance, and, and they can't maintain. The other thing, too, guys, to tie in with what you were saying, is that you know we spread the ball around. We don't have any one particular person, so the defense don't know who's the next man up, and who's doing what. We got tight ends, we got wide receivers, we got running backs coming out the backfield. You know, we, you know, so everything is different, and you don't have a particular guy that you can key on, and I think that's extremely important. Right? You know, you, the, the, you know, Ben's spreading the wealth around. It's nice. Uh, you know, he, he's it, 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 there's not one receiver that he's going to continually. Unless you're in a jam, then you always go to Heath Miller, and you always go to Pat Benatar, <laughs> or, or you go to AB. A- Who? Or AB. Right now, you can go to uh, Vince McDonald. I guess he, he don't he don't catch that much, but he he likes to catch. And I still remember that stiff arm that he put on that guy. Uh, what was that? In Tampa. Uh, yep. Uh, the Buccaneers. Yep. Oh man, that 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 that, that was the six million dollar man bionic stiff arm. That was uh, angry run. Beautiful. Yeah. All Beautiful. right, we got to roll on, so, buddy. Well, hey guys, that's uh, okay. You only had six people calling yesterday, so I'm gonna give you an average of how many people you get calling. Uh, by the end of the week. So, um, hey, guys, in the meantime, and and in between COVID-19 time, here we go, Steelers. Here we go. Thank you, CR. All right, Thanks, Steelers Nation, CR. Chicago. God bless you. Checking out. Well, Chalucha, here's the thing that I love about um, what what we're talking about, though. Right. With the snap to throw being that short, and yeah. the high, you have a high percentage of completion, yeah. which keeps the clock running, which also keeps the chains rolling. Right. If you uh, fall forward and do all those things, um, there's a lot of good things out of that short passing game that, that uh, you, you can't discount. 
Yeah, that's why uh, Bill Walsh invented it. Right. Yeah. Right. And it, Virgil Carter, was it Virgil? Vir- Virgil Carter, c- yeah. he didn't have Couldn't much of an hard. arm. No, it didn't have much of an and, arm. And uh, uh, that, that, off- that offensive line couldn't block uh, the Steelers' defensive line. <laughs> yeah, exactly so. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be back with more. Line up your calls, 412-919-1316. It's Tunch and Wolf in the locker room. We'll be back, be back right after this. Locker Room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So we got our good buddy, Jerry Dulac, the cool breeze, who uh, has all kinds of insight uh, uh, in the National Football League. And he is brought to you by Frank B. Fuhrer. Wholesale, proud distributor of Bud Light, official beer sponsor of the NFL and Bud Light Seltzer. Uh, uh, Jerry, thank you for coming into the locker room. How you doing, bro? Well, boys, I'm so excited for this game that I just might go out late this afternoon and play golf. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy, that, I can tell you are like on oh, they, on edge. It's nice. It's nice weather. That, where are you going to play golf? Well, Tunch, because I can't go to any of your old haunts in Chicago, I'll probably go to some place where they have real estate with flags uh, sticking out of them this <laughs> afternoon. I don't like to reveal where I might be going in case my many, 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 many fans might follow me. Hey, hey, uh, hey Jerry, have you ever played at Bobolink in Chicago? Pop a link. You know, Twitch. You know, Twitch. I haven't, but I will tell you that the hat that I have today is Old Elm, and I'm not sure if you know that club or not. Um, but I played there when this, the last time Steelers played the Bears, if you recall, out there. Yeah. And it was it was it was a September game, and I believe it was like I, I went out on a Saturday afternoon after I flew in, and I believe it was like 95 degrees. Yeah. And it was, uh, there was only. There was only one other group on the course uh, because it was so darn hot. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Well, Jerry, what are you thinking this week? Oh, go ahead. I just want to say, no, Twinch, to answer your question, I've never played Bobolink, but I'm well aware of it. Yeah, I, I caddied Bobolink. Isn't that like a nine-hole course? No, it's a it's a 18-hole. It's an all-male course. And uh, you could uh, you could uh, wear uh, barefoot, and you can uh, really? wear no shirt. You know what's funny? Go ahead, Jerry. Old Elm, Old Elm was an all-male club as well, and I didn't know it because, one, there were very few people out there, as I said, and about two months later, I was telling somebody about the place here, familiar with Chicago, and they said, yeah, that's an all-male club. And I go, oh, yeah, that's why I never saw a ladies' locker room or any women out there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and back in Orchard Park, uh, up in Buffalo, there they have a bobble links, but it's like a nine hole, three. You know, it's a, like a putt putt course almost. Yeah, like a par, like a par three. Yeah, yeah. that's exact. So when you said yeah. bobble links, I was thinking, oh, it's got to be like that. Yeah. So anyhow, Jerry, you got the Steelers. They're off to their best start. 
The Titans are off are since 78. You're off, Titans are off to theirs since 2008. What are you thinking as we look at this uh, huge matchup? Well, uh, you know, fellas, this is a, it's, it seems strange that the Steelers have never been involved in a game of unbeatens in their history until now, this late in the season. And this late isn't even that late. We're not even at the midway point. But they've never been involved in one. And, and curiously, neither have the Titans. And, and that would seem to be, you would think that would, would have occurred But then I saw even a stat yesterday that I used in today's story that this is only the sixth time two unbeatens have met this late in the season, week seven or later. It's the sixth time in history, well, since the merger. And the team that won the game uh, five times has gone on to the Super Bowl. Oh, wow. Yeah, if you want to consider... Uh, coincidence and history and oddities and karma. Uh, maybe this game, there's a lot more stake uh, than we all realize. <laughs> That's oh, interesting. Man, <laughs> there, you know, we, we got to tackle uh, Derrick Henry. We got to set the, uh, the, we got to set the edge. We got to play uh, on the backside and we got to gang tackle him. Yeah. And I think, I, I think a lot, uh, fellas, uh, in, in this game is going to be reliant on Vince Williams. I think you will see him rush a little bit more to try and get into the backfield. Obviously, quicker. They want to hit get to Derrick Henry before he gets to that second tier, because um, you see what happens when he gets past that line of scrimmage. So, uh, you know, fellas, I think I mentioned this to you last week, and I can't be certain because you know I go on so many different shows. Right. But I remember James Ferrier telling me once, "If we want to stop the run, we'll stop the run." Right. Now, at what expense is the key? But you saw that against the Giants, what they did to Saquon Barkley, and they will attempt to do the same here. The difference is Ryan Tannehill and his receivers can hurt you a whole lot more than Daniel Jones and his receivers. So I don't know that you'll see an all-out sellout effort, but you'll see a, a, a big effort to make sure Derrick Henry doesn't kill him. Well, you know what, uh, uh, what Jerry? Uh, you know, the uh, Cleveland Browns uh, Steelers stopped the run, and they stopped Baker Mayfield. Uh, so right, right. I, I think the, they're, they're going to be uh, – uh, edgy towards Ryan Danahill, Tannehill, and uh, I, you know, I think that's good. It's going to be a good game. No doubt about it. I think one of the things, hey, Jared, one of the things, let me ask you this. I think Baker Mayfield, if you read some of the stats, he gets rid of the ball a lot slower than does Tannehill. Tannehill, you know, you do that, that he's going to have that play action and he's just a lot more accurate and a lot more decisive, I think. Than Baker, and that's the only di- the big difference I see as far as that. Uh, yeah, but uh, Wolf, you know, um, I would agree with you in that. You look at Ryan Tannehill since he became the starter. Uh, his stats are the equal, if not better, in the last 15 games than Patrick Mahomes. They're each 12 and three. But Ryan Tannehill, believe it or not, I believe has more passing yards, maybe more touchdowns, a higher passer rating. Mm. Um, you know. I'm not going to sit here and tell you this guy's a second coming of Dan Marino. Right. But since he's been the starter, man, has he been very efficient and very productive. And so, um, you know, he's, he's 
Absolutely. So, um, I, I, I think that's going to be the X factor. I mean, you hope it's not Derrick Henry. Man, it's it's just impressive to watch that guy. Uh, and, and oh. you know, those long runs. You know, it's amazing, fellas. I went back and researched this, and then I checked with Elias to see if I was right. Adrian Peterson has the most 65-yard or more touchdown runs in history with nine. Chris Johnson has eight in a career, and Barry Sanders has seven. Derrick Henry has six already. That's tied with Jim Brown. So, I mean, he's up there with the home run hitters. So he's not just, you know, he's not just Jerome piling through for four or five yards and running over Erlacher in the end zone. This guy is a breakaway back at 250 pounds, and that's what's so impressive about him. Let me ask you this, and I wonder if it could ever be researched, but one of the things that set, say, a Jerome Bettis apart from a lot of other guys are guys that didn't want to tackle him in the second half. And I wonder where how many of those runs actually could have been in the second half where guys take more of a convenient angle not to not to uh, Chris come. Chris McC- uh, McAllister yeah. uh, said uh, uh, to uh, Heinz uh, to Heinz Ward, Heinz Ward, hey, block me because I don't want to tackle yeah. Jerome. <laughs> right, well, well, you know what? I saw this. I saw this the other day too on one of his shorter touchdown runs. Um, you could see one of the cornerbacks take an inside angle because they thought they don't want to, you know, they want to went inside the linebacker. They don't want to go outside their backer uh, to try and tackle him in the open field. And so right. It, it looks like, oh, he's coming up to make the play in reality. He's thinking, I don't want any parts of this guy out on the edge. Jerry, that's exactly the point. I mean, how many guys take an angle not to confront Derrick Henry head on, but to, if anything, to at least get in his wake to somewhat do the old rugby drag down tackle. Right. You know, where it's not near as painful. And Wolf, we heard Mike Tomlin acknowledge that in, in uh, only the way he can the other day when, when he was asked about it. And he said, you know, defensive backs have issues, he called it, with <laughs> tackling this guy. And it's not just trying to bring him down. It's like, okay, do I want to try to bring him down, especially in the second half? Um, so when you see this guy come barreling at you in the secondary, uh, maybe that's why he runs away from a lot of these guys. They think, I don't want to catch him. Yes. <laughs> I don't want to get thrown to the ground like Josh Norman. Exactly. I was just going to talk about Josh Norman. When you can put a, a guy, make him go horizontal in the air? Yeah. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. That's hey, like amazing. Hey, you, yeah, you don't want to be the guy who's on every highlight film in the league. Yes. You yes. know Josh Norman was, and you don't want to be that guy. Yeah. No and, d- no and, doubt about and it. And you don't want to be Erlacher. <laughs> <laughs> when Bussy ran him over. Yeah. Jerry, here's the other thing that really uh, makes you stop and go, hmm, and Taylor Lewan is down, but this, this line, this Tennessee line is very physical. They really, they come off the ball and they get after you. I, li- I like their, their line. I like the way they go after people. It's a little bit more old school than a lot of this, uh, all this straight outside zone well, stuff. Right, right. Yeah, and Well, you know, the good news about that, Wolf, is that so are the Steelers, as you well know. You know, Kim Hayward and Stephon Tewitt just blew up that uh, Browns line. Last right. Week. Even if they didn't make the tackle, they were just blowing them up. And, uh, you know, that Steeler front uh, with those four guys, and then you throw Vince Williams in there. But the four guys, are, you know, typically off the edge and those two. And, and Alu-Alu, too. I don't want to be dismissive of him. Right. But I'm talking even in sub-packages. I mean, they are, they are aggressive. They are physical. They are, you know, Cam and Tuitt 
him in particular, but Stephon to it the way he's playing and was playing last year before he got hurt. They are almost unblockable. And, and you know, uh, Tyson Alu-Alu is uh, the same, Jerry, because he uses his hands and he stuffs the center. And uh, when when they get uh, the push into the backfield, that's what opens the, uh, the holes for Vince Williams. Uh, and Vince attacks and Robert Splane attacks. And I, I think that uh, uh, we're going to have a great defensive showing on Sunday. Yeah, I'm not going to argue with you, Tunch. And the more I look at it from that regard, um, when you look when you look at, at the matchups, I think it favors the Steelers for, for that reason because of their defense and their defensive front. If anybody is equipped to stop Derrick Henry, and I'm not going to say sit here and predict that they will, although I think there's a good chance, but if anybody is equipped to stop him, it is it is the Steelers. Now, the one thing I'll ask you, how, how do you think uh, Mike Hilton's shoulder is? Because do you really want to be Mike Hilton at 5'8", 194, and go out there with one bad shoulder and looking at the train that is Derrick Henry? Right. Well, you know, I, when I saw him yesterday standing around, uh, you know, with his arm in a sling, we'll see a little bit more today. That could have been, uh, you know, cautionary as well. So I don't know. My guess is he probably won't play, but I don't know that today will be a little bit more telling. Right. One thing about Mike Hilton, as you guys know, he makes so many of t- those tackles at or behind the line of scrimmage uh, kind of before the running back has a chance to get started. Right. And he goes low. And he goes low. So he goes low. He won't be a guy. Yeah, he won't be in open space trying to tackle Derrick Henry high, that's for sure. No, I don't think so. But the other thing I'm thinking about is do you really want a piece of don't him tackle with a bad him. shoulder? Don't tackle him high. Don't uh, no, dang don't, tackle. Don't get Josh Norman. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay, thank you, Jerry. Good. Appreciate you so much. All right. All right, fellas, always good chatting with you. Uh, Hit him straight, buddy. God bless you, Jerry. Have a good golf game. Hit him straight and hit him far. That's all I try to do. I'll see you, boys. All right. Thank you, brother. All right, uh, that's Jerry Dulac. Exactly. And and he is the uh, cool breeze. And we'll be back right after this. More from Tunch and Wolf in the locker room right after this. Getting to the point where I'm no fun anymore. I am sorry. Sometimes it hurts so badly I must cry out loud. I am lonely. I am yours. You are mine. You are what you are. Simmons, a young, talented guy up front for him defensively, seems to be always a guy that's capable of delivering that play. He batted a pass that got intercepted late in the Jacksonville game to secure that victory. Uh, You can't say enough about that batted two-point conversion that he had last week that allowed those guys to remain in that game and eventually win that game. Um, Malcolm Butler had two big interceptions versus Buffalo. Uh, This is a group that has an appetite um, for the big moment. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So, Jerry uh, Simmons uh, was a first-round draft pick from uh, Mississippi State. 
And he's a good player. Uh, he's he is a, a good player. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Malcolm Butler, uh, they got him from uh, New England. Right. And uh, he was the guy that uh, picked up, uh, picked off uh, Russell uh, yeah. Wilson. Yeah, Russell Wilson in the Super Bowl. Yes, and that because they didn't run it yeah, in. Yeah, they they didn't run it in. And uh, um, Sweet Judy Blue Eyes, I I love that song. Do you remember when we were in training camp and uh, we saw Crosby, Stills, and Nash down at the the Mellon Arena, uh, the arena, and they opened the ceiling. Yeah, and it, this was this was during training camp. We right. had Saturday night off because we got Sunday. Off on yeah. uh, at training camp, yeah. and we went to that with the girls, and we were there, and they opened the roof, and it was like the coolest thing. It was yeah. this breeze blew in, and it was just beautiful. It was one of those rare moments in training camp where, okay, this is great. Yeah, this yeah. is absolutely great. That was a beautiful night, man. Yeah. I love that. That that was crazy. It was. It was yeah. just crazy. So, all right. Fact is, we got uh, a defense coming up that our defense can, I believe they can match. I think our offense is a good match for them. This is going to be a heavyweight showdown in Nashville. It's going to be a heavyweight battle. All right, let's go to the phones. Tony and Latrobe. Tony, welcome to the locker room. Guys, how you doing? Good. We're doing good, Tony. Did you ever listen to Crosby, Stills, and Nash? I mean, see Crosby, Stills, and Nash at the Mellon Arena? Yes, I did, and I saw, if I remember right that night, two of them were on the stage, and Graham Nash wasn't on the stage because they had had a tiff backstage. Oh, get out. And then about five or six songs in, he came walking out, and him and David Crosby hugged, and they, then they played the rest of the night. Right, right, right. Was that, were you there that no, night? No, no, oh, that's we, that, that was, that was another night. Oh, okay. They had tiffs okay, all the time. You were there for that one? Yeah, right yeah, we hey, were I there for yesterday, but I was just getting a busy signal by the time I called in. The Orange Blossom Special and the Wabash Cannonball weren't necessarily Johnny Cash songs. Those were old country standards by the time he came along. Really? Oh uh, yeah. How about the one by yeah, Boxcar Willie, Hobo Heaven? He was on uh, he was on Sun Records. That was Sam Phillips' label with Jerry Lee Lewis and Elvis Presley and Carl Perkins. Wow. Between that, him being as wild as he was. He got lumped in with the rock and rollers. Do you know, Tony, Tony, uh, uh, that night uh, when they played Southern Cross, they opened the the ceiling. The Southern Cross. Oh, right on. Yeah. Oh, that was absolutely fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. It was during that song. Yeah. But anyhow, continue, Tony. That was pretty interesting, some of the history you're giving us. Well, it was just that uh, he had to pass a certain litmus test in Nashville to be able to do the Grand Old Opry, so he would put songs like that in his set. <laughs> and that's how he ended up recording those. And, and uh, the other thing was Train Train was Blackfoot. Oh, that's it, Blackfoot. Right. Hey, mark that down. All right, Jacob? I, You know, I was waiting for you to call in yesterday. I was sitting there going, if anybody knew, knew, Tony you, would I know it. Would. <laughs> I was sitting there going, See, what in the world? I don't have a direct line or anything, sir. Yeah, no problem. Good deal. So what else you got for us, brother? Well, you guys were talking about bad uh, uh, end zone dances earlier, and I oh. think the prize winner was Antonio Brown. He had to be. Yeah. It was the one where he would address the ground and walk like Charlie Chaplin. I never did get that. Oh, yeah, that, that sort of thing. But but here's when I say bad, it's when you're trying to imitate somebody yeah. and you're – 
as, as great an athlete, as great a dancer as Heinz was trying to do that dirty bird, he, he just couldn't do it. Yeah, when he do, when he imitated Chad uh, Ochocinco. Oh, yeah, Ochocinco. There's another. And, and, and he did the uh, uh, the Irish dance. Yeah, and it looked like he was on a, uh, I don't know. Treadmill. A yeah, treadmill. He just couldn't get off. Right on. Yeah, I do remember it. I do remember I forgot yeah, about that one. Well, we're getting kind of haunted by our old running game this weekend. Like, we got this big back coming in, and it's got me thinking about the bus, and it's just been bringing back a ton of memories, just flooding back. I feel bad for anybody who didn't get to see that man play. Oh, I hear you. You know, I mean, that was what's so special about it. Right. Because when you have D-backs D telling wide receivers, just block me, stay, you know, I'm, I don't want to get in front of Bussy in the second half, that you tells remember? you about that mindset. Yeah. You remember the uh, best damn sports show period? Yeah. They had uh, the bus on there one night, and then they had a guy that was either recently retired or or from the Cincinnati Bengals, something like that. He was a D-back. And he was joking about the fourth quarter having to play against Jerome, and they put a piece of film up of that guy trying to tackle him halfway through the fourth quarter, and he just jumped up, grabbed him around the neck, and rode him down the, the uh, uh, the field like a Superman. Case. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So, anything else, brother? Nope. Go Steelers. I'll talk to you soon. Hey, hey, thanks Tony. for the, thanks. the music history lesson thanks. too. Thanks. Appreciate that. Train, 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 train. By Blackfoot. All right, uh, let's it. go to Juan in Charleston, South Carolina. Juan, welcome to the locker room, bro. Hey, good morning, guys. How y'all doing? We're doing good. great, brother. How great. are you? Doing great. Hey, shout out to my guys, the Dirty Dozen crew. All right. Yeah, shout out to um, CRA. Uh, CRA, if you listen, I sent you a message on Facebook, so look look at it if you get a chance, buddy. On Facebook? Yeah, I sent him a message on okay. Facebook, yeah. All right. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, Let's get to the fun side. I didn't know if you guys just heard we had some breaking news just now. The Raven just got unique you got great. Who did they get? Unique you got great, the um, guy who went to um Jacksonville, but they oh, did yeah. Minnesota, Minnesota trade in, in Glockway. Oh, get out. So they Yeah, the Ravens just traded for him, yep. Oh man. All right, all right. So they're getting another that, pass that's, rusher. That's uh, Calais Campbell and uh, absolutely uh, they're reunited. Yeah, they're they're now. Think great. about this: if this game had been played when it was supposed to have been played, <laughs> you know the, uh, the Ravens, they wouldn't have had them. They wouldn't. Have, ah, yeah, and yeah. Uh, Mark Ingram and all this stuff. This is the stuff that uh, the unintended consequences of the fallout. But I can understand. You know, people want to see this game regardless because right. they're five and zero. Oh. But whenever I talk about stuff, I think of I'm always thinking from a player's perspective. I can't help it. That's just that's what we are. That's what we did. Yeah, you know. And so when you look at it as a player, this is the stuff that used to drive me nuts because you feel like there's two tiered justices levels. You know, where some people get a break, some people don't get a break. You know, some teams, and you just say, look, you know, we've made all the sacrifices to make sure we're COVID free or we're lining up, we're doing the things that we need to do. And just like Ben talked about, if you can't show up on Sunday, 
then forfeit the game. And yeah, I know a lot of people say, ah, that's wrong. But if you're a player, believe you me, you you want you want that routine because when you start going uh, jambalaya with the schedule, you create havoc in they players' lives. They sent all the uh, Raider offensive linemen home. They did. Yeah. Yeah, I got Trent Brown who's on the COVID yeah. list, and now they send the whole offensive, starting yeah. offensive line home. Yeah. Okay, hey Wolf, you hey, Wolf. Um, yes. I, I wasn't able to call in yesterday, but you got away yesterday, my brother. So I guess you got to wait the next week for <laughs> Wayne Wednesday. You know how it is. The dog took the scale, Juan. All right. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't was, catch me, waiting. I'm sorry, but you know I'm not going to offer it. Yeah. Yeah, I was waiting, but I couldn't get in yesterday because I woke up late. So you got away yesterday. We got away, brother. Yes. Okay, so uh, so uh, what you guys think about Thomas? Uh, um, I was like packing him butter. But as running back, do you think we see Bud running running back players in practice this week? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> no, but, you know, think about that. If you had to tackle Bud, now Bud's 6'4", almost 270 pounds, and he's not as fast as, as Derrick Henry, but he certainly represents the size and the power. Right. And I, I think that would be – it gives you something to think about if you're – a defensive back, a safety, you know, maybe someone like Mike Hilton with a bad shoulder, if you would play, and he's probably not going to play, but we don't yeah. know. We have to wait and see. So uh, Derrick Henry is just an imposing figure, and here's the thing about it. If they get a lead, if they get a lead, yeah. you are going to see Derrick Henry left, Derrick Henry right, right. Derrick Henry up the middle, yeah. and then wash, rinse, and repeat. He's going. They're going to try to bludgeon you and batter you just like uh, it would be, you know, Blunt force trauma yeah. to the max is what it is. Yeah, I do with you guys. I, well, if I'm with you guys, though, like you guys to say the needle is your best friend, so Mike Hilton just need to go ahead and get that shoulder <laughs> shot up. And shoot it up. Let's thing. go, baby. Yeah, shoot it up and uh, <laughs> numb it. I will say this, though. You know, we 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 said that back in the day, yeah. Ron, but let me tell you something. When it wears off, oh, does it hurt? Yeah, needle. <laughs> The needle is your best friend. Yeah, up until and then when it wears off. I can imagine. I can imagine. Okay, so I was watching the replay of the game. I do this all week. My my wife, she she she, she don't like when I do that. She <laughs> well, she might want a little attention from you. You know, you you always got to take care of the missus. Yeah, I know, I know. But uh, I was I was uh, watching the replay. But did you guys know that uh, Mapletron? He wanted his nickname to be Air Canada, but Juju told him you can't have that one because it's tucked No kidding. Air Canada was already taken. Yeah, um, Vince, I don't know if you guys know Vince Carter, um, the basketball player. Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, they could have jumped out the gym. So, yeah, he wanted that name, but Juju told him you can't have it because it was already tucked <laughs> Vince Carter was a great player. All right, Juan. Absolutely great player. Oh, hey, yeah. yeah. Thank you, Juan. Hey, brother, right, we're going to have to roll on. All right, love you guys. God bless. All, All right. right, God bless, love brother. Take care. Yeah. Uh, we, you know, oh, we, we got, we we're, got down to the, okay. we're, we're down to two minutes. Well, we are talking about the fact that, uh, you know, Derrick Henry, if they get a lead, Derrick Henry's going to be, you know, 25, 30 carries. Right. So the importance again of starting fast. Now Ben has not had his best games there. Yeah, and I, uh, you know, laughingly was saying, well, maybe it's the barbecue and brisket because 
you get, you know, a little too much, maybe yeah. it weighs you down. The fact of the matter is, you know, sometimes you just don't play well in certain places. Yeah. You know, I always hated going to the Kingdome out in Seattle. For whatever yeah. reason, it was a bugaboo. Yeah. I hated that. Yeah. You know, did, did you have any places that you hated to go? Um, No. No? No. Oh, you're just like, uh, oh, I just play good everywhere. I'm sorry. No, I, I don't mean that, but I <laughs> oh, just. Oh, Mr. All-American all here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just play good wherever I go. Uh, I don't know why it was, but in the kingdom, bad things happen. Yeah, to me. bad things happen <laughs> to you. All right, we're going to take a break. Uh, we'll be back. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in the locker room, and we'll be back after this. the journey we're all kind of discovering new and different things about ourselves week in and week out or putting new wrinkles and so forth on tape uh so it is some of that uh but largely their formula for how they play remains the same uh the their group that has you know the appetite for the big play defensively and, and appears to timely deliver it when needed and they they control and possess the ball on offense and that attack is centered around henry you're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So the Steelers uh, kind of find out uh, things about each other uh, every week, but the uh, Tennessee Titans are uh, steady, steady, steady. Run the ball, power the ball, uh, bang the ball, uh, and... Uh, Defense, uh, big plays. Again, you got to remember, in my mind, yeah. how important it is to get a lead so that you minimize, and you're not going to take away, you are going to attempt to minimize Derrick Henry and what he can do. And, right. And, and that's just little bits here and there. I mean, yeah. if the game's tight, they can still stay in, in process. I mean, you if you jump out, they've got to change things. And I don't – We'll see. Right. But the fact is, Derrick Henry is still a capable wide re- or receiver out of the backfield. He's a hammer. He is. He is a hammer. He is a hammer. And you're trying to minimize him. Number one, you got to possess the ball. Number two, try to get a A.J. Brown. Gun, get a get a lead. Yeah, not A.B. Brown, as not I was calling him. Brown. Yes, we don't want to refer to him as A.B. Brown because that would be incorrect. So the fact of the matter is, as we move along here and get closer to game time, we have a better understanding of what they're trying to do. I uh, looking forward to today. Thursday's another heavy day of watching film today. Right. And then we get to watch practice. I'm going to watch film tonight. Yeah, you're going to get the Visine out, baby. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Right. All uh, right. All right, let's go to the uh, phones. Sarcastic Sword, parts unknown. Sword, welcome to the locker room. Hey, thanks, guys. Uh, good morning. Get the train thing out of the way real quick. Uh, <laughs> it kind of touches my heart, actually. Uh, the Orange Blossom Special, my dad was an engineer for the Pennsylvania Railroad for 30 years, and his dad was, uh, my grandfather was the uh, same thing, 30 years on the uh, 
the Pennsylvania Railroad. Both of them started with uh, steam, steam, and uh, you know, into diesels. But I got quite a background in trains. How about that? Dad. Do you like the Orange Blossom Special? Well, sword? no. My favorite train song, and it's just heartfelt more than an angry train coming at you, reminding you of Henry. But the City of New Orleans by Arlo Guthrie. Oh, uh, yeah, the city. My favorite. It brings, brings tears to my eyes. Yeah. My dad and all. But my dad had an old battery-operated eight-track uh, rec- recorder on his workbench, and he had uh, uh, boxcar Willie. But his favorite was the Orange Blossom Special by Johnny Cash. So that, that touches my heart, that one. Uh, anyways, uh, uh, to the game. Um, you know, the the front three, they've all had good games this year uh, so far, but last week I thought was the best combined effort by those three. Uh, when coaches talk about staying in your lane, I mean, there it is. Those guys, there was nowhere to go. With right, those guys. yeah. Uh, it was really, really neat to watch. And, uh, you know, we, we've gotten away, as you guys have pointed out over the last couple of years, from big, heavy linebackers, a la Lamar Woodley and, and James Harrison, to a, a lighter, faster-type linebacker. This game, this Sunday, I wish we had the big guys. <laughs> this one game, as well as uh, reincarnating Donnie Shell, God bless him. Uh, there was a guy that feared no one with, uh, right. as you know, that, that uh, Earl Campbell hit. Uh, that guy was was really, really a hitter. Uh, those days are gone, I guess, with, uh, with the rules and whatnot. But you know, this, this team, uh, the Titans, really reflects uh, uh, Mike Brabel, his character, right? Uh, his toughness. I mean, that you talk about the tough line, offensive line. That, this guy, I mean, I think he'd stand up to anyone on that team physically right now. I mean, it's it's not he's not intimidating. He's a heck of a guy. But, boy, he brings a persona that uh, you better do what you're told or, or else, you know. And, and it's a real hard-nosed team. And and I, uh, Tannehill is what I'm worried about. That guy, uh, if you were characterizing him or diagramming him, is an excellent pro quarterback. Right. That guy does what he's told, is where he's supposed to be, and completes that pass. Right. And he's done it to us over the years. Reminds me of a cousin, Kirk Cousins a bit as well. That type of mold of a quarterback, but he is—he's uh, he, uh, 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 one to be concerned about as much as Henry. I think, like you guys have said, if they can play like they did last week, the front three, they're uh, gonna—they're gonna hold up Henry and and pond for pond. God bless him. Mike, Mike Hilton is the best tackler on that team. And uh, he he goes from the knee to the ankle uh, on anybody, and I don't think he'll back away from anybody. But his health, yeah, might be questionable. But it's going to be a heck of a game to watch. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, Vrabel coaches the way he played. Yep, yep. He played every one was a tight end. He was a linebacker. He was an outside uh, linebacker. He was a, a he played uh, H back I think with the Patriots a few plays right. and they used him as a as a tight end. I guess we didn't know what to do with him if I remember right. He was a little too big uh, for the linebacking they wanted to do and a little too small for the defensive end. So he was he was a kind of a a strange size. Uh, he didn't quite fit anywhere. But I don't care where you put him, whether it was 
handing out water on the bench. That guy was a tough guy and a very smart football player. Right. And he's got quite a team uh, uh, that he's coaching uh, this year for sure. And one of Looking the things he does do, absolutely, sword. one of the things that he does well is he raises the spirits of his men. You know, he's one of those guys that's got leadership qualities that, you know, it's, it's, hard, to, it's yeah. hard to look away from him. I mean, the guy, is, he's, he's a tough guy, well. and he, like you said, he coaches like he plays. You know, you know, he played like he coaches. You know, you know? The, his players respect him yep. because he was a player. Absolutely. Yep. You know? Yeah, not just a player, a, a big, tough player. And, and he's like a sergeant, you know, with the boots in the mud that guy's rallying around. And he, he gets their attention, and he's right with them, and they know that. And, and uh Quite a guy, really. I've always liked him, and I was sad to see him leave here. But uh, going to get to see him again this, yeah. <laughs> this Sunday. I hope he's not smiling at the end of the game. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this time. Take care, guys. All Thank right. you, Sword. Appreciate Sword, you. Thanks. All right, let's go to Dano in Florida. Dano, welcome to the locker room, bro. How are we today? We're great. great. How are you? Great, great, great. Doing good. I'm too... Too blessed to be stressed, that's for sure. Oh, too blessed <laughs> to be stressed. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so, uh, shout out to the crew, uh, to the Dirty Baker's Dozen Plus, and also um, I want to take a shout out for your mom, Wolf. <laughs> okay. For, She's uh, probably listening right now. She is say, the she listening. is a godly woman. She is a prayer warrior. She is as sweet as sugar and uh, I love her. Well, she's she's got to be a she's got to be a dear sweet woman to have those three. Yeah, he meant that. Growing up, I could tell you that. But uh anyway, to get to get on to uh things um the defense that uh, for this game, they just have to stay disciplined. Uh, they have to maintain gap discipline. And just like Wolf had said uh, about uh, going up against Derrick Henry, uh, they need to bring some friends. Right, yeah. yeah they, they, they need to gang tackle, set the edge, uh, squeeze the backside. Double your chin exactly. straps and bite down on a bullet. Right. There you go. Right, and also uh, we we need to keep the Titans one dimensional on their offense. Boy, that's going to be uh, difficult, but you know what? You got to do it if you want to win. Yeah, I mean, it, it, exactly, exactly. And also on offense, uh, what can you say? We just just got to maintain uh, being uh, divaless, as yeah. you all had said previously. No question and, about uh, it. How how you know? All, Hey, let me ask you, Daniel. From from as an out, another outside observer, how nice is it when you consider the turmoil that existed in the locker room so much a couple of years ago that it, it's not occurring? That you see guys like Juju, you you hear him say the words, "Hey, look, I'd rather be five and zero oh than me, you know, catching how many passes and all that stuff." It's it's got to be refreshing to the fans. Yeah, AB was Absolutely. not like that. You know? Absolutely, and 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 like I made mention previously on another uh, segment, it starts from the top. Right. I mean, that's that's what uh, Coach Tomlin is preaching to these guys, and they bought into it, and they're 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 using it with a capital T team. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just it's one guy like 
hey, you know what, you got this, you know, whatever. I mean, they just, it's it's refreshing. It is. Like you had said, it is refreshing to see it because it is, every game is a team effort. Right. I had a feeling because there was a lot of people that spoke out. I remember a lot of the fans were just totally aggravated with what was going on and how the unrest in the locker room, all the fans saw it as being something so detrimental and so you know, uh, debilitating to the team effort. And it just gave them this unsettled feeling that you're looking at a bunch of people that don't care about anything but themselves. Yeah, A.B. was uh, that way. And there was other people, too. So the fact is, yeah, but the thing is, it's calmed down. Right, yeah. And that's what I love. Well, that's why uh, uh, Mike Tomlin is uh, preaching teamwork. it's, It's teamwork and it's one goal. Right. That's all it is. I mean, it like I had said, even whenever uh, Le'Veon Bell was was released, everybody's like, "Oh, they're going to bring why? Yeah, why are you going? Why are you going to bring a, a problem no. back? No, that wasn't going to happen. No, I, I just, I, 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 and I tell you what, between the two of you and and watching this team play, it's it, it's refreshing and it's brought me back. Good, it really has. I mean, you know, with uh, and without getting on a soapbox. Uh, you know what? Uh, how things were going uh, right. a few years, you know, and all this. But I tell you, I, I came back this year, and I'm 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 all in, as they say. Beautiful. Uh, and, and and like I said, it's be, between the two of you and what Mike Tomlin is 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 preaching to the team this year. It, it, it's a breath of fresh air. Well, uh, when you're too blessed to be stressed, how else are you going to go, yeah, brother? Yeah, did. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. Thank you, Dano. That's how, that's how we roll, right? Thanks, As Dano. the young guys say today. And, and yeah. one, one last thing. Yes. Uh, I just want to ask uh, Wolf. I'm not going to go into it, but is there a chance that I hope I don't have to use it, but is there a chance that I can uh, rent your dog out next week? <laughs> You need a scale to disappear, yeah, don't yeah, you? That. You know, it took a while to teach him how to do it, but, you know, it can be done. It can be done. Coach, how are you feeling, bud? I'm feeling great, buddy. I'm, I'm taking uh, I'm taking a, a drip every day at Shadyside Hospital, and I'm taking an oral medication, and I'm working out, and I'm walking, and I'm uh, rebounding. and uh, it, it's, he's, he's getting after it. Yeah, I'm getting after he's it. He's attacking it full on, baby. Right. Absolutely. Hey, continued prayers for you, buddy. Oh, thank you. God bless you, brother. I love you, Dano. Thanks I much, man. All right. Take care. God bless. I'll talk to you next week. All right. Sounds good, brother. All right. We're going to take a break and we'll come back. And with just more. remember, you too can run a dog that will steal your scale. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in the locker room and we'll be back after this.
passing game um, between Tannehill and A.J. Brown um, and Johnny Smith. Uh, those guys do a re really good job of um, just going downfield. Um, and then you, you, you have that with the stifling defense as well um, and some emerging players. So, you know, that recipe puts you in a, a good lead. Um, and we got a work cut out for it this week. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So, Ray Tannehill, uh, play action pass. He creates uh, a, a seam, and he completes the pass uh, when the, uh, the linebackers on, uh, underneath, that they suck up. Uh, for the uh, they play bite action. on that yeah. handoff like yeah. me going after cheesecake, bro. Yeah. So, um, uh, you going after cheesecake or carrot cake? Uh, or carrot know. cake? Uh, or a cherry uh, pie? Or cherry pie? Uh, or a donut? For you know, uh, uh, Rosalita is my favorite. Oh, it's just fun. Song. You got to pick up a little energy. We need yeah. a little energy yeah, boost. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go to the phones. Ernesto in Short Beach, California. <laughs> Welcome to the locker room, Ernesto. <laughs> good to hear you guys, man. Uh, good morning, Tunch. Good morning, Will. Good morning. Come on uh, ahead. Short Beach. Uh I don't know if you guys have talked about it. Uh, it kind of got cut off a little bit, but have you guys talked about Antonio Brown possibly? I think the Seahawks snooping around on him. Yeah, we we I I'm, I'm watching uh, the screen. He's got to stop watching the TV through well, the studio window. Yeah, because all of a sudden you drift off, and all of a sudden I'm not I drift off. You drifted off. I didn't off. drift off. He's a drifter, and I didn't drift off. <laughs> <laughs> He's a multitasker. Oh. <laughs> I, I am horrible at multitasking. I, I can multitask. <laughs> See, you know what happens to me, oh, Ernesto? No. Well, I get... well, you can multitask. I heard you've been on the radio and ate a couple racks of ribs. That's, That's the only thing I can do. <laughs> That's the only thing I can do is eat and talk. Right. No, no napkins. No napkins. There you go. What do you got, brother? And then uh, also, uh, Wolf, uh, I forgot to tell you, you... You know, we're going to start calling you the fortune teller because uh, you kind of just uh, guessed the whole thing with Minka. I'm, I don't know if you remember on our last phone call last Friday, you said it uh, might be Minka's time. And, uh, yeah, we, 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 we've we, been talking we've about been it. We've been talking about yeah. Minka. Uh, you you know, just knew given the circumstances. Right, right. Yeah, you knew uh, uh, we uh, we knew Baker Mayfield was going to throw uh, underneath, and uh, Minka was underneath on uh, cover three, four under, and he was. Uh, uh, one I was of the more four-unders. along the lines of thinking he might try to throw back across the field that Minka would do something there, but the fact was he dropped down like a touch talked about from a cover two shell. He got into almost that robber position thing there and just picked him yeah. clean, kind of like me and ribs. You right. know, I just picked it clean. <laughs> And then one more thing. I want to know what you guys think. Uh, I want you guys to pick a player on offense and a player on defense that you guys think is going to have a big influence in the game uh, coming up against Tennessee. I think it's going to be uh, Connor and uh, the Maple Tron. 
Yeah, I I, I think it's going to be uh, Spillane and Vince Williams. Uh, they're going to attack the line of scrimmage because uh, Cam Hayward, uh, Tyson Alu-Alu, and Stefan Tuitt are going to press uh, the offensive line, and then uh, the linebackers were going to be at, uh, attacking. And I, I I'm I'm confident. I'm going to hold off until tomorrow because hold on, just yes, Blaine and Vinny Williams. I'm going to hold off till tomorrow, Ernesto, because I haven't had enough chance to watch enough film. I was working on an assignment for uh, labs and. Uh, so I I got I got a lot of film to watch tonight. I've catch watched up. a lot of film. I need to catch up tonight. I, I, you know I I I think uh, Ernesto uh, that the aggressiveness of our linebackers will uh, uh, kill uh, Derrick Henry. <laughs> and then uh, I kind of want to start a petition to change the Maple Tron to the Maple Tron. The Maple Tron. Uh, the maple tron, you know, uh, it sounds like a robot, uh, this machine coming out to catch the ball. Unleash the maple tron. <laughs> Unleash the maple tron. I like that. Uh, I like that, Ernesto. It works good. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, have a good day. And uh, go steal his go all the way from Palm Beach. All, all right. right tune it. in tomorrow. We got our scouting report coming up. God bless you, Ernesto. Oh. Uh, God bless you. All right. Uh, from Short Beach. No, no, it's Mother's Beach, which is a short beach. All right. Let's go to Joe in uh, Rochester, New York. Joe, welcome to the locker room. What's going on, Punch and Wolf? How Thanks you doing? Me. First time caller. Oh, All right. man, thank you for calling. First time caller. I've been, trying to, I've been trying to call you guys for a long time. Finally got through. Um How's it going? It's going, going great. great. You know, you're in uh, some of where, where in Rochester are you? I live in Rochester, New York, uh, Wolf, but I drive tractor-trailer. I just actually, oh, my, the scenery, I, I drive tractor-trailer. I just got to Virginia right now. I'm no kidding. Vermont. No, because I'm, I'm from western New York, from Orchard Park. So, you know, I knew no, some. Rochester. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, the only thing I was saying, I went to Syracuse University and knew some people in Rochester yes, and Batavia and all that stuff. Yeah. You know, just old stomping grounds. Yeah, yeah, beautiful, beautiful. But how you guys, oh, I just want to say, uh, punch my thoughts and prayers are with you and your family every single day, man. Oh, thank so, you, uh, Joe. I, God bless you. I love you, bro. Yeah, I know. It's too bad, man. I really was hoping they hopefully get to a game this year and maybe run into you guys. Hopefully, yeah. come fruition soon. That would be great. Um, I got a question. Um, everybody's talking about Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry, yes. But every single time we have placed the number one running back, we have completely shut him down. Completely shut him down. And I think, honestly, I think Connor's going to have a bigger day than Henry. Yeah. What do you guys that's think interesting. Now, that's interesting. That, that, that's a great Derrick Henry averages about 25 carries a game. Uh, James yeah, Conner, yeah. not so much. So it's going to well, be – Go ahead. Connor's number's not really too much different than numbers. His number's not really too far off from uh, Henry's numbers. And I think Connor's averaging more yards per game. That's interesting. I Again, I'm going to – today's a big study day for me, so breaking down the numbers. Yes, I will say this. Yes, There's nothing you can do to say that Derrick Henry is any lesser of a threat 
than he is. I mean, he's really, let's face it, he is a threat. A 4'5 guy at 250 is just monstrous. Now, if you you can control the double team, if you can set the edge, if you can squeeze from the the backside and roll that line of scrimmage back a little bit, there's not a chance he'll beat you, okay, because you can can control it. But that's a lot of ifs. Yeah, the big uglies up front got to get it done. <laughs> you know, I would like to go shout out to CR. CR, I think he mentioned me a couple weeks back. CR, check your messages, buddy. I've reached out to you a couple times. That's good. But um, thanks for. That's why I say go Steelers, go. And um, my first time ever. I'm 34 years old. I see my team go five and zero. I would love to see go six and zero. That'd be amazing. So, yes, it would. Uh, I... Thanks for having me, guys. Drive safely, brother. God God bless, man. Be careful, Joe. Drive safely. God bless you, bro. Yes, sir. Thanks, Hunch. All right, buddy. Uh, All right, uh, let's go to Dave in Ohio. Dave, welcome to the locker room. Dave? Hello? Hello. How are you, buddy? Hello. Yeah. Come on ahead. We're good. Okay. Well, this excuse that the dog uh, <laughs> stole the scale. Is this the same dog that, like, ate your homework when you were younger? The dog's been alive a long time. <laughs> oh, Very good, brother. I like when you come into the locker room swinging. Very good. Um, so I was looking at some of the stats today, and I saw it. Tennessee is number one in time of possession. Right. Right. So I think when Wolf said you kind of nailed it on the head that you know if we can the best or slow down Derrick Henry is to hold on to the ball. Yes, so, and I almost think this is almost going to come down to like a duel of the running backs. You know, James Conner versus uh, Derrick Henry. So, and if he can run like he did last week, you know, there's a good chance they can you know win that time of possession battle. So. No question about um, it. Number one is got to have good success in first downs, get those wins. Right. But you've got to yeah. get some points on the board to make them have to move right. the ball a little bit right. further down the field by pass rather than run. Right, yeah. And uh, also the Devin Bush injury, I was initially very worried about it, but they have one of their offensive linemen out, don't they? Taylor Luan is down. Yeah. Yes. Taylor Luan, ACL. yeah. So hopefully – that balances things, you know, that we're missing Devin Bush, they're missing one of their – I mean, I don't know, which which would be the bigger injury, you think, which would be a, affect their team, respective team more, us missing Bush or them missing – Taylor Luan. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think us missing Bush is a yeah. bigger hit. Yeah. I do. Okay. You know, one thing you – you always hear about Taylor Luan as being the highest-priced offensive lineman in the league, but I don't often hear him saying – He's the best. Right. All I hear is that he's got oh. a big contract. And I watch him, and I know he's a, he's an excellent athlete. He's a good offensive tackle, but, but I he's don't. Not, he's not the he's great. He's not no. tough. No, he's he's soft. Right. Right. And that yeah. was Tunch Ilkin yeah. that said that. <laughs> yeah. You know, just in case Taylor's listening. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I'm looking forward to really. I think it's going to be a really good 
physical, hard matchup. So, all right, brother. I'm sorry. We're gonna have to have. We're up against a hard break. Right. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. But all thank right, you man. for calling in. Appreciate thank you. For calling in. God bless you, buddy. All right. So tomorrow we have the scouting report, Chaluch. Yeah. So we'll get her done. You hope you guys tune in. Appreciate all the people calling in. Giving of themselves each and every day, Steelers Nation. We'll be back tomorrow, and I uh, hope you'll be here. Uh, God bless you all, uh, and Jake, we'll be back great after job. this. Great job, Jake.